Thank you for listening to the Reconnect Marriage Podcast. I'm Dr. Steve Call. And I'm Lisa Call. And we are dedicated to having conversations that cultivate connection in our marriage. Thank you for joining us. Our conversation today uh, in our podcast for Lisa and I is where we are going to have a conversation around uh, the idea, topic, notion, category of uh, what cultivates uh, safety uh, when we have conflict, when we have tension, when we have difference. For many of us, uh, it's, it's such a common experience. We, we have tension, difference, uh, difficulty, uh, I, I would say for most of us daily. If not daily, then maybe you're missing out. Uh, but there's a, a, a part of uh, our marriage, our dynamic, that often we can get really stuck when uh, we have difference, when we have a different idea, a different need, a different thought, a different feeling. Uh, it's, it's not so much about conflict. Uh, it, it is a bit about that, but today it's more about how do we navigate difference, uh, especially when it can uh, lead us to places of uh, you know, heavy tension, heavy difficulty, uh, even shame. Part of uh, often in my work with couples, uh, th- this is a topic that we would spend significant time on uh, in our in our clinical work, meaning that how we navigate difference, how we navigate the tension of difference, the tension of different need, different idea, different thought, different belief, different feeling. And that that's, I think, just f- for all of us, both for Lisa and I, but for those of you listening, that this is a common struggle. It's a common struggle to have uh, tension around difference. And so our, our conversation today is to highlight ways that we can stay connected in the midst of difference, but also what cultivates safety when we have difference. And the beauty of this conversation with Steve and I and our conversation with you is that difference is a very common theme for our marriage. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. If not, you know, continually we have difference. And while we have a, a common, you know, thread of ideas and beliefs and philosophies on life, we share many, many differences in the way we enjoy things, what we enjoy, how many people we enjoy it with, <laughs> how to parent, how to spend our money. But it's, the list is endless. It's endless. And so we are <laughs> experts on this topic of difference. Ex- experts on having difference. <laughs> <laughs> having conflict over difference. <laughs> so last week and the beauty, at least for Lisa and I, in these conversations is uh, we use I think I would just say real-time data, real-time experience that that often the stories that we bring to you, uh, for those of you listening, are, are experiences the, that have happened very recently. And uh, Basically, we're going live. So <laughs> this is it. So last weekend, Lisa and I went away for a weekend. It was her birthday. Uh, we tried to get away for maybe a weekend here and there, a night away, uh, essentially to to reconnect, uh, to spend some time together, you know, and I, I think from, for, for us and maybe for many of you listening, there's unfortunately often a, a high expectation, uh, for the way things ought to be and should go. Uh, when we take time away, we may be looking forward to it and, and we've been busy and, you know, all kinds of efforts have been made to plan accordingly, uh, for, 
some time away. And so I, I, I would just want to highlight that, that sometimes there's an, there's extra intensity, if you will, or extra even desire, hope, uh, in, in, in the allotted time, in the scheduled time, uh, that, that we have maybe for some of you listening, that it can you feel like as a, well. a bit of a setup. It, it can, it can, I think it can be a bit of a, which setup. might be why sometimes people avoid even doing anything like, it, sure. Hey, I don't really want to do anything with you right now. So <laughs> I plan that. Mm-hmm. So we, we, I, I think without naming that prior to this moment, I, I think there was some of that for us. Uh, so we decided to spend some time away, uh, at a, at a town, a couple hours away from where we live and we were driving. And I, from my perspective, we had a, we had a, I, I thought a good conversation about some topics, some thoughts, some ideas. And we got to the top of the mountain and there was this, uh, beautiful trail that we had, uh, planned on parking at and hiking up to a lake. Uh, it was a, it was one of the warmest days ever here in the Northwest. And, uh, it, there was actually snow on the ground. And so we got out of the car and we started walking, uh, and very quickly, uh, it was not going well between us. Well, it really started in the car. I mean, it did. We weren't quite ready to get out mm, and have this hike, but here we were, we're driving along. As Steve said, we had some good conversation in the morning. Um, I was dealing with some body shame. I, I'm prepared. We're preparing for our daughter's wedding and <clears throat> I had spent the previous few days shopping for the mother of the bride dress. And, you know, it starts off being really fun kind of occasion and you're looking and, and, <laughs> things just didn't go as well as I'd hoped and trying on dresses and looking in mirrors. And, and by the end of my couple of days, I was just kind of feeling discouraged and, and, you know, death shame often does. It just really snuck up on me and, and surprised me. And I was not planning on having that experience. I was planning on finding this beautiful dress, but, um, what happened was, you know, I just kind of was feeling a lot of body shame around how I would hope to look and, and all this. So kind of, I came in with that, that morning and as we left for the trip and we had some really good conversation around that, Steve was really present and asking me questions and curious and, and we got to a good, really good place, like Steve said. And and I think sometimes when we get to a really good place, you know, we create some safety, we build some understanding. And so we kind of let it go for a while. And then I kind of had an idea of maybe some ways that he could compliment me that might make me feel better or, you know, and so I think it surprised him that we weren't done with that conversation and that we were going to go on for some more conversation about it. And so I think it really surprised him. Like, Oh, I thought we were, we had talked about that and we had moved on and I brought this new data up and I thought it was such a great idea and it just didn't go well because for whatever reason, I had hoped for just mm-hmm. a few more moments and Steve was kind of ready to move on. And so that's kind of where we found this trail and we started walking up the trail. And so would it be fair to say or safe to say that you had maybe expectations that were either unnamed or, uh, that you had maybe desires and hopes from me of me, uh, that, that maybe I wasn't aware of. Cause I don't, I mean, First of all, thank you for sharing what you did. I, th- I just think that's a really vulnerable expression of kind of the heartache of shame and the difficulty of 
our own body and the judgment we have toward it at times. And I don't, I don't think I was that aware of what, what the struggle was for you in that moment or even in that morning as we drove. And so I think part of where we can get caught up or get stuck in moments like that is one and or both of us are unaware of what's happening for the other or what has been happening for the other. So uh, for, for many of us, it, it's not necessarily intentional. It, it's just that, that I think we're just not aware sometimes of what's happening for the other. And, and part of, part of this conversation is meant to invite us uh, and those of you listening as well is what we'll cultivates safety uh, in the midst of difficult conversations, difficult interactions uh, I think for many of us that struggle, uh, and when we struggle, sometimes it can it can literally feel unsafe uh, when we're having difference, when different idea, different thought, different belief, different need, whatever it might be. That sometimes there's this sense of um, th- there's no boundary, uh, mm-hmm. there's no containment, and so we want to be intentional uh, in this conversation around what what helps us to create boundary, what helps us create containment. For us, it was, I think, in the beginning of our walk, I would say literally what the containment was, was the trail. Meaning that this is, this is, to, this is I think, meant to be a helpful, hopefully helpful imagery of, of what we would hope for in our marriage when we have difficulty, when we have difference, is what helps us cultivate safety, what helps us cultivate uh, boundary. And for us, the visual, maybe for those of you listening, the visual image is the trail. Meaning that as we are walking on the trail, uh, Lisa and I had and continued this conversation, and it wasn't going well. I mean, we, we, we. I, I was upset. I was bothered. I, I was, I was frustrated. Uh, I, and I don't know if really a, to this point or to this day what, why I was so bothered. I think I was caught off guard. Uh, like, wh- what do you mean you're upset? What do you mean you're bothered? What, what, what what's happening? It, it, to me, it was a little bit disorienting. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. I mean, fair to say, I think we got out of the car huffing and puffing already and just slammed the doors and fine, let's go do this walk. And maybe there's some hope that we'll walk it out, you know, mm. we'll kind of figure it out. But I mean, talking about boundaries and are we going to talk about guardrails? Mm-hmm. Kind of like, um, I think one of the boundaries, one of the things that creates safety even before we got to the trail was the fact that we were taking a, a weekend away. You know, and I think sometimes safety safety is created by feeling like the other has time for you. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me, I, that the other is is available. You know, just presence, and so I think that's one way that we have nurtured um, and sort of wrangled th- that in our marriage is that we've set aside time, you know, to go away for the for the to night for the weekend to be intentional, and so. You don't know what's going to come up. I, I wasn't planning on that coming up, but we had this time. It was already intentional. And yeah, it'd be nice to just laugh and enjoy our time. But it also is, you know, a, a time for whoever needs to share at that moment or just some, some time that we have available. We've set it aside. I knew there wasn't a distraction. And that created safety, just mm-hmm. that in and itself. So. I think that's helpful reminder because safety is cultivated through time. Uh, time without distraction, uh, time that that somehow sends the message to one another that that you are chosen, you're wanted, uh, we are important. So there there is that foundational element of what cultivates safety and difference is time, uh, is intentionality, 
And and so as we're as as you and I were walking up this this mountain, uh, <laughs> it it became apparent that we weren't doing well. Uh, that that I think we became more polarized. We became more um, separate. Uh, we became. Uh, I think we turned back at least two or three times. At least times. two or three times. We did. You know, and we it was like, well, it's too snowy. It's, it's too icy. Too... It's too cold. Mm-hmm. You know, it was a, like a hundred degrees out, but it was ice on the ground. So there was a bunch of reasons why we're turning back. And it was, you know, kind of throwing our hands up and no, let's go on. You know, we kept trying to press on. And, and I think it was about halfway up uh, where I I got to a point where I think I just said, okay, I, I don't think this is going to go well. Let's go. Let's go back. I'm going back. I think that's what I said. I'm going back down. Uh, and you said, fine. And you... You, I you wanted continued. to keep going. You kept going. You kept going up, and <laughs> I said, "Fine, I'm going and, up." And and I'm finishing this. And I'm thing. walking down the mountain. I'm walking down this trail, and I'm thinking, "What? What's happening? Uh, what? What's happening?" But also, what just happened? And I think that's a question we often ask when we're in moments like that in our marriage. Is it's very disorienting in moments at times when there's significant difference or tension. It's we we just don't know what happened. And I think that's part of what I, I, we want to validate, normalize to the nth degree is this, this happens often, I think in marriage where, where it's a little bit disorienting, uh, when we have a, a, a difficult conversation around need or ideas or thoughts or feelings, uh, and, and we, we're not sure what just happened. So I'm walking down the mountain and, well, and especially walking when down this trail and I'm thinking, what, what just happened? Uh, I can't believe what just happened. Well, uh, especially when you've already, you've actually done things that are intentional. You've, you've taken some time. We're having, you know, we had some wonderful plans. You listened and you, we had a really good conversation. And so it's disorienting, disorienting when you've done all the right things, quote unquote, and yet there's still something wrong. You know, it's not like, oh, you're right, I was late, or you're right, I, I, I didn't do what I was supposed to do. But when, when we're doing, you know, quote unquote, the things we think our spouse needs and we're, we're doing it right and there's still tension, I think that's what's disorienting. So I think it was probably maybe 8, 10, 12 minutes, 15 maybe. And I realized I got back. Down I think it was more the, about thirty. Uh, no, I don't think it was. It wasn't that far. <laughs> I do. And I don't. <laughs> it seemed like it because it I was getting higher like and higher. Tier, but I kept looking at my watch. I was and like, he no. had the water, and so he'd gone back with the water. So I was like thinking, I don't think I'm going to make it. But I was pressing on. I kept thinking, mm. you know, maybe it's good. Maybe we need this time apart. I'm just going to keep going. So I got down in the bottom of the trail and realized uh, I, I don't think that was either both kind of me. Uh, nor helpful uh, to walk back down. And so there was a moment where I paused and if you could have been in the parking lot, uh, I, I, I was just, again, I was disoriented. I was like, what just happened? Uh, and and in that moment, I realized what th- the very thing that I invite couples I work with, I, I think I tapped into a bit for myself. And and I asked the question, well, what, does, what does Lisa need? And I, meaning... When we're struggling and disorienting, can we have the intentionality? Can we have the courage even to wonder to ourselves, what, what does our spouse need? Even when we're preoccupied, I think, by our own hurt, frustration, disappointment. Uh, and, and so I turned back around. I started to walk up the mountain. And, and it took every ounce of freaking courage, I think, for me to go back up, uh, to walk back up. 
it's that I, I knew that I think if I stayed in the car or stayed in, at the bottom of the trail, that 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 wouldn't have, first of all, wouldn't have been kind, but also, uh, I, I think the idea of what for us and for couples in moments like that is to be intentional about the return. That sometimes we're disoriented, sometimes we're flooded, sometimes we're overwhelmed. And if we can have the intentionality again around being able to name, I'm overwhelmed, I'm a bit flooded, I'm going to take a break, uh, but, I'll, but I'll return, or can we come back in a few minutes? I think that's helpful. I think that's part of what cultivates safety. But the return, when we have difference, is essential in cultivating safety in our marriage. It's that without the return, I think that's what creates tension, ongoing conflict, uh, anxiety even, distress in our body when we choose to not return. Mm-hmm. So, so part of the imagery again, that, that I think we tapped into as we met each other halfway back up the, the mountain, Lisa was coming down, I was going back up. It's that I had this imagery again of what I've also wondered with couples, uh, in my therapeutic work is, is the question of what, what cultivates safety. But the, the follow-up to that is what are your guardrails? Guardrails meaning what helps us to be contained uh, when it's dangerous, when we're in dangerous territory, uh, when we're in on, when we're on grounds or on trails uh, relationally that can feel and and be a bit unsafe in the conversation dialogue. Uh, what what creates those guardrails for you? I think for us and for for couples as well. I think what it what does cultivate safety, but what those guardrails look like are ref- what I would name, what we would name as reflection rather than reaction. Reflection meaning being able to put words to our experience without simply emotionally reacting. Hey, I think this is what was happening for me. Uh, I, I, I think I'm, I'm a little flooded. I'm a little overwhelmed. I'm a little disoriented. I'm, I'm a little bothered. Like that, that would be an example of a reflection. I think for me, um, just being able to see you returning up the mountain, seeing your face and knowing that we're in this together. Um, you know, when the other has the courage to return, um, is a way that safety is created and cultivated. And, and, and I think for me, one reason why I turned around was I needed water. But the other reason I, (laughs) I was started to realize Okay, um, you know, Steve had you had listened to me that morning and and this yeah, this is something that I might need, but it just it kind of helped me put it a little bit in perspective. So I think sometimes time apart can help us to become reflective, like you said, and then um and really appreciate okay, the efforts that you made and sure I might have more needs in that area, but um you know, how can we be kind to one another? How can we say, okay, you know, you're not always going to be able to read my mind and get what I need. And, and there's going to be times for me to communicate that, but then there's times, you know, to take a break from that and to, and to just play. And so I think I was reflecting on all that as I headed back down the mountain and you were heading up. And so I think we, in a way, met in the middle and it was kind of a, maybe a humbling meeting. I think it was. Yeah. I think it, there was a sense of humility maybe that we both stepped into that there was a, I think my experience of you and that was your willingness uh, 
um, to return. I, I think that's a, uh, a good visual image of what creates and cultivates safety and containment is the willingness to return, to return to a difficult conversation, to return to a difficult moment uh, without blame, without accusation, uh, maybe even without reactivity, but with reflection. I think that's an essential part uh, for us, but also for for those of you listening and couples that I've worked with. I think containment is essential. Uh, boundary is essential. Containment looks like time together, yes. It looks like reflection. Uh, it looks like and sounds like seeking to understand rather than seeking to be understood. Uh, again, the, the drive, hopefully the primary drive and difference when we have difference in our marriage, uh, in those conversations, it's that it's not just about me. It's not just about Lisa. It, it's it, hopefully the drive is help me to understand what's happening for you. I think that's a or help me to understand what did happen for you. Uh, I think that's one of the most beautiful, intimate questions, invitations in our marriage. Uh, help me to understand. Uh, I, 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 what, what did I miss? Uh, I, I don't think I was aware of what you were saying or what you were needing. Uh, c- can we have a redo? Can we try it again? And and that's a other, I think, foundational part of uh, guardrails. Uh, the guardrails are the containment communicates uh, the, the desire and hope of being able to, to do it again. Uh, can we try again? That, I don't think that went as well as it could have. Uh, can we try again? And I think we did later. I think we, we returned to that conversation a little bit later as we got back in the car and I think it was later that evening we were able to return to it and and there there was I, I think a, a sweet ending to it mm-hmm. but but it took a lot of work and I think for many of us that that sometimes in the midst of those difficult moments it can feel like they'll never end or it can feel like oh, here we are again how, how come this keeps happening why does this keep happening and and I think we want to say after 34 years uh, in this world and work of of marriage together that that it's how we repair and how we return to those moments. Uh, yes, how we navigate them in the moment, but also the intentionality of return, I think is essential. Mm-hmm. Maybe also just being reminded of um, just the category that we are for each other, um, that there's something bigger, you know, that that we're going to have our differences, we're going to have our different needs and we're not going to always understand each other, but, Mm -hmm. but keeping the bigger picture in mind, you know, that, and I think it was just so clear being on a trail because you're just, you're by yourself. There's nowhere to go, but up or down, you know, we're walking away from each other and then there's nothing to distract you. You either, you know, you're going to either keep going or you're going to turn around and come back. And so, um, just that reminder that when we saw each other that, okay, we're in this together. Um, you know, we're gonna we're gonna maybe have to set this aside for now, or or whatever it is that we needed to do. Um, but what, what's important is that we're in it together, and we're gonna walk back down the trail together, and and hopefully have a little bit more space for each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that image of uh, walking back down the trail together. That that's a. Uh... It's, to me, it's a good image of the invitation in our marriage when we have differences. How might we uh, return? Uh, but then also, what does it actually look like relationally uh, to walk back down the mountain 
in a way that honors and blesses uh, the other's perspective, the other's thought, the other's need, uh, with, without, again, without blame, without accusation, without somehow implying that the other is, is, is wrong or ought not to feel or think uh, the way that you do or the way that I do. So may you, as listeners, be intentional uh, this week about return uh, in a way that, that cultivates safety uh, with the imagery of guardrails, that if we were to leave you with this question, uh, what cultivates safety? And then to follow that up is, what are your guardrails? What helps you to stay contained on the trail uh, without literally falling over the edge? Thank you for listening to the Reconnect Marriage Podcast. The Reconnect Marriage Podcast is hosted by the Reconnect Institute. For more information, you can find us at the reconnectinstitute.com. <laughs>